previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. When I got to interview Gary, he was like, don't go fanboy on me. I'm, I'm, I'll hang up immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, Gary just met his first fan. I mean, he doesn't oh. have many. So. Oh, no. I do have to do shout out because he was the first big that said they would come on the show. And we look, really look, he's it. always free. I mean, he's not doing anything. He's always available. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Hi, Roxy. Hi, Chuck. Hello, Little. Oh. Whoa, look who's back. Merry Christmas. <laughs> look who decided to show his face. Little's gift number, whatever we're up to. This is for you, Sully, for the new year. Ringing it in proper. <laughs> Starting the year off right. Chuck, it's been a while. 2022. Gosh, oh, don't wait. even say that. Let's get this one behind us. <laughs> yeah, right. Keep, I say that every year now. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Though we got to get this behind us. New York's falling apart again. I know. Chuck. I right. Know. I, I've, I've seen it. It's not pretty, but yeah. you'll persevere. We all will. We will. Hopefully. We always do. Somehow. There's no place else to go that's but right. up. Yeah. Right. That's, so. That's right. Littles, welcome back. Great show today, as always, but we love the comments from our last, our Christmas gift to all of you. We had the great Kevin Sheehan on. It was fantastic, and we've gotten so much fun, positive feedback about it. So, you know, there wasn't a winter weather outlook, but we got the dirt on it, yeah. and that was fun, and mm-hmm. um, hopefully that'll come back. And I think, you know, having him on our podcast and him realizing now how well, I'm much sh- I'm sure he already it. realized mm-hmm. it wasn't because of the podcast, but we, we did a lot of talking. As most of you know, if you come on the podcast, we do a lot of off-air talking, and, you know, we like to talk before and all that stuff, and we had a really nice conversation with him about all that. And, you know, and I definitely spread the word littles. I definitely told him because, you know, I don't expect him to be on Twitter all day either. He's a very busy man. But uh, he, he was saying how he's seen a lot of those comments. Yeah. Probably from Dina. Mostly <laughs> from her Friday five. Right. Yeah. So keep them coming. And he told you where to point the, the other stuff. So we'll have to remember this for next year. Yeah. Because so, we all missed it. Yeah. We, we really did. It was it's a, there's just some things that never get old. I don't think for me anyway. I don't know. Well, I, I don't think it. I've actually I've never heard an, an actual live winter weather that's true outlook well they're not really live roxy because well you know what i mean like like (laughs) i know the year of right 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 i got you so uh chuck how was your holiday uh good it was kind of crazy because this is the first year i can remember where it was i think 70 71 degrees like Like the whole christmas week so it was really hard to get into the mood of things yeah Wow. I mean, I was in shorts, t-shirt, walking right. around outside. Uh, I mean, I could have played golf. I mean, well, I was going to say, did probably, you play golf? Well, I didn't have that kind of time, but it, I would imagine it was like Christmas in Florida, what it is down right. there, without right. the yeah, without the ocean. But I mean, yeah, it was nuts. But yeah. uh, anyway, we did what we did, and it was good. Yeah. It was real good. How about you guys? Well, that's happened to me a couple times on tour because, you know, mm-hmm. the cities vary yeah. from year to year. And there was a couple times where I was down south, like in Texas. Mm-hmm. I want to say Dallas. We were in Dallas we were a couple in Dallas. times. But there was that Dallas. one year we were up in Schenectady. Oh. And it oh. was warm. I, this was Schenectady, New York, upstate New York. Yep. Christmas, and Christmas I literally week. left the theater on Christmas Eve in shorts. Yep. I'll yep. never yeah. forget that. You're right. 2015. It was hot. It was hot. 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So that's ah. what's going on. It's such a weird, it's, it's, yeah, it's just a weird feeling. Is this global warming real? Yep. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, no, I'm just <laughs> well, we have to know, Chuck. So what did Santa bring you? Or what's the And what's your favorite gift? Well, I've got a few, I guess. I'm kind of like 
a teenager in that regard of, man, it's just nice to get cash. Get gift cards, right? <laughs> gift cards. Yes. You can spend it on whatever you want. Right. Something that you don't really need, but it's been in your Amazon cart for like a year and a half. Right. Yeah. Or put it to groceries or a bill or, you know, I mean, you can do whatever you want with it. So I did like that. I'm not going to lie. But my stepson got me a really nice winter jacket to replace the one that I've had since, oh, probably the mid-90s. And you're going to wear it, right? Well, if I ever get a day, I mean, it's like, you know, these 70s. It's 70s. He doesn't uh, need it. It's in the closet. But I did try it on. It's great. So at some point, hopefully, I'll get a chance to put it on. Now, be, no, 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 and wear it out. Wait, wait, Roxy, Roxy's trying to jump in here, and I know what she's doing. She's, she's really trying. I can see the look on her face. Now, a little devious before we right get now. there, I'm going to give you your time, Roxy. But I mean, in my defense, no, no, uh, can I tell it? All right. So Roxy got me this amazing coat like two years ago. Yeah, three, and I was, four years, <laughs> no, four years ago. Three now. or four years ago. It was okay, the year before Uh-oh. we got engaged. Okay, yep, now for the record, I have worn it two or three times, and it's amazing. It's an amazing coat. But he's only worn it two or three times. Okay, because <laughs> I run very warm yes, already. That's true. Okay, I've had the same Chuck. When you said the '90s, that's what made her perk up because I've had the same jacket. Well, I was already there, and I layer. <laughs> I like layering, so I have a right. hoodie. A hoodie, yeah. right. and then on top of it, I have this like it's not a winter coat, but it's a very it's a jacket, nice heavy jacket. So right. with the hoodie, I layer, and it's perfect. And but I, you needed something that's like a little nicer for like maybe days, well, nights when we go out on a date or something. Well, no, not only that, cold. but it's also like if you're going to be outside for a long period, like if you're going right. to go to New Year's, perfect example, New Year's Eve, Times Square, if it's cold, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to be there for like ten hours waiting for the ball to drop for whatever reason people do that. <laughs> um, but no, no, and this is like the perfect coat for that. It is so warm. It's so great. I yes. have worn it uh, in a couple snowstorms in the last three or four years. And it's great. I mean, giving high praise. I just... I was just thinking, you know, the city, all the wind tunnels, it gets yeah. very cold easily. So but I it's thought, very bulky. Mm. It's big. It's like a ski coat. I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, it's, it's a great coat. But that's where she was going with that. <laughs> but I saw the look on your face and it just made me laugh. Uh, all right, Roxy, you're up. Like, what was your favorite gift? Well, Chuck here, little Chuck, not tiny Chuck. Wait, what um, did I do? You got me a tap board. Oh, that's right. A tap dance dot. You forgot to say the very expensive tap board. Very expensive no, tap board. No, very expensive. And it's, it's funny because I've been ha- I've had my eye on it for a little while now. I've seen a bunch of people using it on their social media pages and it just looks like a, a nice like well-made board it's a round dot basically Chuck, we probably could have made one of these for 50 bucks well right but anyway i show it to, <laughs> i show it to chuck like three four days maybe yeah. before christmas and i'm like you know maybe i don't know we'll see what I happens mean, no, in no, the new not year. only did you show it to me you were like this is what i really wanted for christmas so i think i'm gonna buy it for myself i didn't what you, say it yes like you kind of did and no, i was I like didn't. yes you did those I words was, did not come out right, of my mouth close though i said <laughs> if we get shut down again i really would like to buy this board so that if okay, i you can't go anywhere I can still dance and hopefully tap in the apartment and figure out a way to make right. sure that the neighbors okay. don't get bothered by it. So Chuck, all right, pause so there. So I thought Chuck. this would be good. So Chuck, when you hear those that statement, okay, you're right. Uh, you didn't say for Christmas. No. You just said, I'm going to buy this for myself. Right. If you could have said that just a week earlier, <laughs> it would have been so helpful. 
because I already had something in mind, and I'm like, oh shit! Now I gotta what do did an you audible. Have in mind? I'm not gonna tell you. Oh come on! Birthday's coming up. <laughs> no, so I had to do an audible because I'm like, she she was like, I really really like this. So I'm like, duh. So I tried. I even did the express shipping and everything, and it's it wasn't gonna make it. So anyway, but. We went away. We went to see my family for Christmas yeah. Day and the day after Christmas. Uh, when we came back home, it was here. Yeah, it was it here had been delivered. So, so it, was, it was delivered a few days before you yeah. thought it was yeah. going to be. It wasn't so supposed to be here until like the 29th. Mm-hmm. So today. Yeah. So that was that yeah. was nice. And it comes with a nice carrying bag yep. that you can put on your back, yep. like a backpack mm-hmm. type thing. I think that's going to be big and heavy. But anyway. Oh, sure. So but I'm trying to picture like, okay, how big is it? Um, like, a, like a rug size? Well, it's a big round dot. It's like I think now, two and a half, it, two and a half feet dot? in diameter. It's a round circular board. Yeah, it's a, it's a circular board. Now the big so thing, it's like the, the, soundproof or something. Well, well, here's the thing. The reason it was so expensive is because it has these cushions on the bottom of it. So supposedly you can use this like in your apartment, mm-hmm. and the people downstairs won't. Yeah, hear or it. hotel. Now I'm or, still right. thinking I should get on Amazon and get those little foam puzzle pieces that you make yeah. like a mat, like a play mat out of. Get a few of those. Or just and, a piece of carpet or something. Also, I still think it's yeah. going to be too heavy. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see. Yeah, so you'll we'll have see. to make a post so that we can visualize. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we'll we'll yeah. send, we'll send videos once we get it up and running. Yeah. Now, we also discovered Roxy and I have not <laughs> been married. Now, Chuck, you'll have to weigh in on this because you've been married for how long now? Coming up on four what? in March. Yes. Are you serious? Wow. Where'd that time go? Chuck, it goes fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to have to weigh in on this. What, in, how long was it before you started buying each other appliances <laughs> for like birthdays and Christmas? Well, I don't I think actually it's funny you say that because I think this is our, you know how you go like every year has uh, something that you, you know, like first year's right, paper, paper or something. Yeah, your anniversary. Yada, yada, yada. I, they have an old fashioned one and a modern. And I think... This year is appliance. Mm. Oh, well. So, I, I, you know, I don't do that where I buy appliance for as a gift. We just buy it like, you know. <laughs> like, like we just need it. We just yeah. need it. Yeah. All right. So what you're saying is. Is this a show for married people to. I know, right? We have to go back to the topic. Well, we just thought terms. they'd like to know what we got for Christmas. And no, here's the thing. I've been wanting this for a long time. So it was really thoughtful. It was a, a coffee maker. It was an soup, all-in-one. An all-in-one coffee maker. It has a curry, but most importantly, it grinds the beans. It yeah. does everything. Okay. But I just thought it was funny because I also, then, I was in the store a couple of weeks ago and I saw, I got her these couple kitchen little thing tongs and just little things. And she bought me an avocado slicer, <laughs> a thing that it actually depits the avocado. I got you a pizza. Oh, uh, a, a pizza pan. A pizza pan. pan. <laughs> with, so these wait, are the gifts I'm wait, getting, Chuck. I'm getting a, a pizza pan, a, a coffee maker. And a pizza an avo- cutter. That's not one of those oh, rolly yeah. things. It's like scissors. They're scissors. They're pizza- s- Pizza scissors. Yeah, pizza scissors, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, I just think it was hilarious. We made it seven months, and we're buying each other appliances <laughs> for Christmas. So I don't know. I she also, got a well, This year, I made everybody, I was like, make a damn list on Amazon in November. And that way, I know exactly what you want. And if it's not accessible that way, at least I have an idea. And so it's kind of like a Christmas wish list. Right. right. Guessing all that does is equal return. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you might as well just do the cash. Yeah. Might as well just do the cash. <laughs> Amazon gift card. No, no. It was, it, like I said, it was very thoughtful because I have numerous times and we've looked for these in Bed Bath and Beyond. We've been shopping together and we've looked we've for them. We've been looking at them and, and we just couldn't find Well, finally, I just said, I'm going to get this one. We're going to try it. If he doesn't like it, we could send it back. 
Now, Roxy's also excited because her brother and sister-in-law got us a mandolin. Yes. Wait for it. Whoa. Not the instrument. Do you know what a mandolin is? Yeah, it's like a sideways violin. (laughs) No, Chuck, because that's what I thought it was. I mean, yes, but no. Apparently, it's another word for a slicer. A vegetable slicer. A vegetable slicer. Like a potato slicer. But this is like a souped-up fancy one. I have seen those. Yeah, okay. I, those are bad for fingers. Yeah. Well, that's what they were well, telling us. So we have to be careful. This so looks Chuck's like it has a. No, this looks like it has a knob that you can like yeah, grip onto, so you keep yeah. your fingertips out of uh, the way. Yeah, but you but can still. But also, just yeah. leave the slicing to yeah, me. Yeah, I'll leave for the slicing to Roxy. Now, I do have to give another shout out. We talked about this, I think, on the last episode about your parents. Yeah. Okay. They do it right. They listen. I love it. <laughs> They'd be great in a relationship. That's why they probably lasted this long. <laughs> no, because Chuck, one of the things I opened, now you wouldn't know this, because, but we uh, were talking about when we gave our Mr. Magoo's uh, Christmas Carol review. Yep. Chuck was talking about something, and Roxy's dad heard it, uh-huh. so he ran out and bought it. It was a police whistle. I got a police whistle. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And then I also got... <laughs> This is one of the favorite things I got. I'm very simple. Littles, I'm a very simple person. But it was just the thought, like I said, the thoughtfulness that goes into it. I got a extra large box of (laughs) saran wrap. Yeah. Now, this is one of those souped up boxes where... What in the hell? (laughs) Where you just pull on it and then you have the slider and it cuts it for you. And it just, everything just right Every time we go to my parents' house, he's like, what do you need me to wrap? Because I love this thing. It's so because ours is such a pain in the ass. Because you have you have the little board that it slides in the you know the yeah. box slides into the kitchen you know cupboard thing and and you have to pull it out and then it gets tangled up and you're using the metal you know thing on the bottom of the box to try to rip the freaking saran wrap and then it gets all tangled up and you have to try to unfold it and it's just a pain in the ass. This thing you literally the box comes out. You pull on the thing. You just put it over whatever you're wrapping up. You just slide the slider over. It cuts it, and you just wrap it. Boom. It's done. so great. It's so easy, convenient. I highly recommend it. It was one of the highlights of one of the Christmas yeah. gifts I got. So, yep. I mean, they got they went all out as usual. But, yeah, I mean, it just it just makes – and they just, when you open these things and you just laugh yeah. because you're like, oh, my God, this is hilarious, but I love it. Right. You know, so anyway. Right. What do you use saran wrapping so much that you need something like <laughs> Well, just like when you're doing leftovers, whatever. Whatever you saran wrap. You don't have Tupperware or anything like that? Well, yeah, but sometimes you just you yeah. use saran wrap. Well, sometimes I just I, 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 I think you have an industrial in... kitchen. You're just like, like <laughs> chopping up saran Wait, wrap. Wait, what like was crazy. that? Yeah, what was that, Chuck? <laughs> Let's get to a couple emails. We heard from Sully in Boston. He says, Eastern Standard Provisions is an offshoot of one of my favorite Kenmore Square restaurants. It sadly closed, but it was a fabulous place. So that's kind of cool. We're talking about the uh, where the we got the pretzels mm-hmm. that, again, her mom and dad got those for us as yep. an early Christmas gift. So that was great. And then real quick, we heard from Eric Barnes, and he's playing catch up again. And it's it always comes back to the butter tuck, Chuck. He says, butter belongs at room temperature, not frozen, Choxy. <laughs> All right. So... Oh, we're getting we're getting applause in the background now, Chuck Little. This, this is a great segue because this comes up in our interview today with our Meet the Littles guest. So I'm gonna say that could be true, and especially if you have a big family because you go through it quickly. And also, Chuck, think back in the time when you grew up with no air conditioning. So if you were in the South and lived in Florida and you left that butter out, how's that gonna treat you? Just something to think about, Chuck. All right, all you loyal Littles, don't go anywhere. We've got a great Meet the Littles guest. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the W, hey, that's me, WTFC podcast network. (laughs) 
getting along just fine If it happens you're a fan of that Texas swing band Feel safe that I can say you're a friend of mine I've two-step and a walk we are being played in this episode by Gary Vaughn from Billings, Montana. And this song is called Holdin' My Own in San Antonio, and it's off his album called Burning You Bad. And he writes in and says this album contains eight traditional country songs and two light country rock songs. I am a 76-year-old songwriter vocalist from Billings, Montana, and I no longer engage in live performance but concentrate primarily on lyric and melody composition. The songs of my collection are a collaboration of myself and a very talented musician audio engineer from Elmont, New York. Now, if you like what you hear and you want to reach out to Gary, you can email him at manoboogies at hotmail.com. That's M-A-N-O-B-O-G-I-E-S at hotmail.com. And as always, we'll play the full song, Holding My Own in San Antonio, at the end of the podcast. We're all just having fun. We ain't stopping till we hear them roosters crow. There's damn little fighting and not a lot of sitting. Most everybody's here for the picking and a grinning. And I bet damn few that's gonna go home alone. We're sharing that whiskey from an old tin cup Still picking and a grinning when the sun comes up And we'll all be holding our own in San Antonio All right, all you loyal Littles, it's now time to meet the Littles. Now, Roxy. I'm so excited for this. We tell this story all the time about how we reach out to people. Uh-huh. And we got the whole, oh, I'm not interesting, I have nothing to say, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. To the point, Roxy, where I had a conversation with this gentleman over a month ago uh-huh. on the phone. We talked on the phone probably for like 15, 20 minutes. I love it. I immediately knew he was going to be a great guest. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. We're having you on the podcast. This is going to be easy for you, blah, 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 blah. Then it didn't happen because of our schedules. We just couldn't get together. We are so excited. We are finally, finally here, Roxy. Please welcome to the podcast, all you loyal listeners, Steve Tashir. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Great, great to be with you, Chuck and Roxy. All right, how's that for a lead? <laughs> now, did I, in my defense, did I say anything that was not true? You did not. Okay. You did not. You're right right on there. I'm, I'm still not sure that anybody will be interested in me, but we'll, we'll go with it anyway. Well, I've already, we've already got, all right, and I don't want to spoil the lead, okay, because within minutes of us, seriously, we, I finally just, we were going back and forth, back and forth on, I think, Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. And I finally said, Steve, can I just give you a call? And I said, I think this will be easier if I explain and we just talk a little bit. And we ended up talking for like literally 20 minutes to a half hour on the phone. We had a great, I thought a great conversation. But within three minutes, I feel like you told me this ridiculous story about a connection we have. Now we're going to get there. So let's do this. Why don't you introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there? Tell us where you're from, where you grew up, where you went to school, all that stuff. Okay. Well, uh, my name is Steve Tashir. Grew up in upstate New York, a little town called Cobleskill. We were dairy farmers, so uh, I have a lot in common with Buster, only from the show. Uh So growing up there, I ended up going to Clarkson University. I'm an electrical engineer. It's way up upstate New York, so even colder than normal climates. After that, I traveled around Boston area, ended up back in upstate New York for a while, and then now I'm in Richmond, Virginia. And we've been here for about 23 years. Okay. So let's pause there for a second. We already have like three or four things in common. (laughs) Because seriously, upstate New York, obviously. But my grandfather was a dairy farmer. Mm -hmm. And I almost went to Potsdam, which is... Oh, yeah. Right in the same town as Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, okay. So this is interesting. And you became an electrical engineer, you said? Yes, an electrical engineer. Okay. Well, you said you grew up as a dairy farmer? So my dad and my uncle were dairy farmers, and my dad got out of the farm when I was about five years old. Ah, okay. They gave him an acre of land next door to the farm, so he built a house there. Hmm. So I had the best childhood growing up in that I lived next door to the dairy farm. My uncle and his kids had to get up and do all the chores. <laughs> I only helped when I wanted to. Oh, nice. It was was fairly easy for me. Best of both worlds. Right. It's a great place to grow up on a dairy farm. Yeah. Now, we have to know, I mean, how much do you have in common with Buster? Now, have you milked cows? Oh, yes. All the time, right? Lots of cows. Yeah. Yeah. You milk the cows, you also have to shovel the manure. So that's part of the deal. Yeah. Now, see, Chuck here, that's all I got to do. I never got to really milk the cows. (laughs) You have to shovel? Oh, I shovel. Well, because we owned mostly horses. Right. When I was older. But when we were younger, when I was like four or five, so I was too young, that was... I mean, you think it's funny, but it's true. It's that was my sister's chores list. That was the thing they had to do before school. After school, they'd come home and milk the cows. Yeah. Because my dad was at work. So, but we had cows on, you know, on our farm and stuff. And that was part of their chores. Wow. And I was always bummed because I was not old enough. Right. To do it. And then I guess I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember now. I guess we got rid of the cows or they were moved next door because we lived next to a farm. And I think they took all the, the cattle sure. and stuff. And so then we ended up with horses. Mm. And so that was my growing up was shoveling the yeah anyway yeah well the the not having cows is a blessing in that the cows have to be milked twice a day whether you want to or not so right oh yeah uh, it's much easier dealing with just cattle or just dealing with horses yeah for sure now go back to the electrical engineer stuff now you went to school for what was your major in college Uh, electrical engineering was okay great so is that something you always wanted to get into yeah, it's funny. I, you know, in school, you take some of those aptitude tests when you're early in high school, and mm-hmm. I was good at math and science, and engineering popped up, and I said, well, engineering, okay, what kind of engineer? And electricity was interesting to me. It's like it's invisible inside the wires, and yeah. I want to try to figure out how that works. Yeah. So that's why I picked electrical engineering. That and I looked at how much electrical engineers made when they got out of school and said, that's what I want. <laughs> ah. <laughs> See. That always helps. Roxy and I didn't do that, no. obviously. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, well, I sort of did because I, now look, I always say this. It's the worst thing to say as a backup because I disagree with that. But my degree was actually music education. And I did love teaching because I, I do hate when people say that's my backup because right. I feel like that's a disservice to children if you don't it's love what you do because you don't right. get paid a lot. Right. But you do get paid more than a, a starving artist, so to speak, as an sure. actor <laughs> trying to make it. So at least it's a steady income. There's benefits benefits and, and things consistent. like that. <laughs> right. Consistent employment. Right. <laughs> right. All those things you don't have. As right. Well. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. But at least it's there. But I do still think, I don't know, that's just a personal, I hope I'm not offending anyone, but I do think you shouldn't do it if it's not in you. You right. know, like if you don't love it, because yeah, to me, and again, yeah, I'm me, a full supporter of teachers being paid a lot more than they are now, but I do think it's one of the most important it is. jobs Well, it, you think about us entrusting our kids and how they learn and all of that for our future mm-hmm. with Absolutely. these teachers, and yeah. then you're not going to pay them very much. That doesn't make any sense. Nope. Right. So, yeah. Right. No, right. I agree 100%. Yeah. So you moved around a lot. So you're from upstate New York. You were in the Boston. Now you're in Virginia. Where does your fandom lie? So that's interesting. I started out as a New York mostly based fan. My dad was a huge Yankees fan. I was a Yankees fan growing up. Mickey Mantle was my favorite player. 
And then I moved away and uh, lived in Boston for five years and then Rhode Island for nine years. Mm. And during that time, the Yankees, you know, Steinbrenner took over and yeah. the Yankees were kind of buying up all the players and the Red Sox were these lovable losers. And so we became Red Sox fans, my wife and I. So we lived through the 86 through the legs of Buckner yeah. and all of those years and have been uh, Boston fans since then. So we're also Patriot fans. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And, you know, we lived through the years of no championships, of the Bears beating them 45 to 7. Mm-hmm. We had a big Super Bowl party at our house that year. So, uh, you know, so, so those were the, those are probably the two, two biggest fandoms for me would be the Red Sox and the Patriots. And then uh, Clarkson Hockey after that, you know, we were a small school with no sports teams hardly at all that were any good except Division One hockey and had some really good years when I was there. And then the women have won the national championship a right. couple times. Yeah, we have a couple other Clarkson people in this group. We sure do. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Uh, we just... Yeah, Craig Rose, right. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'd never heard... I didn't... First, A, I didn't know they were a Division One school. Roxy, don't hate me. Two... <laughs> Oh, had man. no idea the women's <laughs> hockey was so popular in that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not at a par with some other sports, but uh, well, course, but definitely but... has grown. I mean, when I was at college, it was a club sport. It wasn't even a varsity sport. There's hardly any women's teams at that point. No Frozen Four or anything like that. So they've come a long way with all of that. And Clarkson just really was able to get some really good players there. And the, the kind of coach and his wife was the dual coaches for quite a while. And they just had a real lot of success beating the powerhouses of the teams out in the Midwest. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, can we just stop for a second and talk about something that's really bothering me right now? Um, okay. <laughs> um, so Chuck, I have a beef with you. Well, not only not only do you not stick with one, two, three, or A, B, C, but you also switch between one and B or A and two. Just pick one. Did I do that? Yes. Steve, do I do that? This time you just said A and two. <laughs> And I'm used to hearing you say one and B. Roxy, this is Steve's interview. I think we should get back to this. <laughs> I no, I mean, no. I, I'm so sorry. I, I, they're interchangeable, right? Well, if you can go one, two, three, or A, B, C, why shouldn't I be able to go A, two, one, B? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, Steve, let's get back to you. <laughs> Do you have a preference? I have not noticed, and I would defer to Roxy in all matters. But um, <laughs> Thank you. The, but I also really think it's funny if you kind of do A, two, ah. B, so it's H-2. always interesting to keep people on their toes and see if they will even notice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, Roxy notices. She I does. didn't notice until yeah. we started this podcast. And now this I'm, is really like, weird. I'm so focused on all these tiny details now with well, speaking. And, and funny and enough, it turns out Tiny Chuck noticed years ago yeah. and hated it, but never but told never me. never said anything. He never said anything. <laughs> he brought it up on this podcast. He's like, yeah, by the way, that pisses me off when you do that. And you've done it for like 20 it years. It probably felt so good for him to finally yeah. come out with I'm glad this podcast did that for him. Or maybe it was on the Upset Special podcast. I don't remember which one he finally came out on. But maybe this podcast is therapy for you and Tiny Chuck. There you go. Yeah. And Roxy, the reliable straight friend. Oh my gosh. So anyway. Yes. That was uh, a great line. (laughs) Thank you, Sandra. So anyway, back to you. Now I'm curious in general because I'm the same way. Okay. I obviously we're both Red Sox. I'm not a Patriots diehard fan like Roxy is. But now that you live down in Virginia, do you find a soft spot for the Washington teams like the Nationals? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Right. And and I think it comes twofold. One is just listening to Tony. Right. And how do you not have a soft spot for the Nationals when Tony talks about them so passionately, the, the way right. he does? Now, did the hockey transfer at all? 
because you said obviously you're a fan now. Yeah, because, yeah, not as much. So you know, we'll catch some Stanley Cup games, but during regular season, I don't really pay that much attention. Right. It's the same thing with basketball. I used to be a huge NBA fan when I was a kid. I mean, I just loved it. And now it's not as big a thing for me. Right. Um, college basketball a little bit. Really enjoy watching that. But none of them are as big as Red Sox and Patriots. For yeah. Sure. Right. I'm the same way, basically. Yeah. I just try to squeeze in the hockey talk for the hockey fans as much as we can. The only time I ever <laughs> caught hockey, any part of hockey, was when my dad and brother would be watching and they'd call me into the, other, into the room because there was a fight. And I loved it. Rashi likes the fights. Because they're so padded, it's ridiculous watching them try to punch each other out. Well, it cracks me up when it's even more in the NFL when they're punching at the helmets. It's like, what are you doing, man? Like, that's just dumb. Well, I do have somebody I knew in high school who broke his hand getting in a fight and punching the other guy who's had his helmet still on. So, yeah, not a smart move. That makes sense. Not at all. All right. Well, listen, quick, before we have to take a quick break, talk about your fandom. How did you start listening to Tony and all that stuff? When did you become a little? Yeah. So when I moved down here to Virginia, I work for a stone aggregate company that has quarries all over Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, and part of my job is doing projects at all the different quarries. And so we'd be at some up in Northern Virginia. And so, you know, I'm in the car, I turn on talk radio and sure enough, there's Tony. And said, Man, who is this guy? He's, he's really kind of funny. And in the times I was up in Northern Virginia listening maybe two days this week and maybe a, a day the next week and then maybe the next month I'd listen two or three days again. I said, man, he's really pretty good. I really enjoyed him. And so then I would search him out whenever I could. Once he went to the ESPN national radio, then we had him in Richmond. So I would listen pretty much every day if I could there. And then once he went to the podcast, it was great because I could get it on my own schedule. Sure. I didn't have to try to be in the, in the radio. So, so I've been listening to him for a long time from that regularly more since it's been a podcast. But before that, it was whenever I could catch it. Yeah. Now you didn't say, and that's okay, how long you've been down there. So was this like pre-PTI? Yes, we moved here in 2001. Okay, um, right around when PTI started. Okay. Uh, and with PTI, I just watch it if it's there, but I don't search out PTI to gotcha. watch it. I'm usually at 530, I'm not near a TV to right. watch it. Sure. So I'm not as big a fan for that as I am for the show. And I also like the format of the podcast and the old radio show sure. a lot also. Right. You, you get more of Tony coming out than kind of pre-programmed things on the sure. PTI, I think so. All right. Well, Mr. I have nothing to say and nothing interesting to say. We already have to take a quick break, but you can stick around, right? Well, you know, I've always thought this was funny. You've asked people if they could stick around or not. Nobody said no. Well, I've been still uh, waiting for that day, but you yeah, can't. I'm still waiting for that person to say, well, no, I've had enough. But I've had enough. No, I'll see it, you, it, see you it bye. Actually, it actually has been fun, and I'm happy to stick around. Oh, that's nice to hear. Good. Very important because we have a great story. Well, I don't know. We're going to hear if it's a great story, but loyal littles don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is Cool Aunt Claire, the official rumdum of the Tony Kornheiser Show. And you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. We are here meeting Steve Tashir, and we've got more great stories to get to. I think some really interesting connections that we're about to get into. Well, we think so. Now, I said, Roxy, when we went back and forth via, I I don't know if it was email or Facebook, it's probably Facebook Messenger or whatever. And I finally just said, I was probably in a hurry that day. And I was like, you know what? Can I just call you? Because I feel like we could just talk this out. And we did. And we ended up talking for like a long time. Now, I think you said, well, I don't have many great stories, but I do have a story. Now, how did you didn't even know that I went to high school here, but tell us your story. 
Yeah, so the connection with you, Chuck, is that I, I think you went to Ichabod Crane High School. I did. And so we played Ichabod Crane in soccer every year, sort of an exhibition match kind of before the season would oh, start. okay. Because I was going to say, you're not in the Patroon Conference, which is what our conference is. Yeah, no, is. no, we're not. So, so it was a kind of out-of-conference thing, just to have both teams get a sure. game under their belts, right? Mm-hmm. And so the story really starts my junior year of high school, where we had a soccer team, and we had a foreign exchange student from Mexico on the team. And if you're old like me, the name is just hilarious to begin with. His name was actually Jose Jimenez, (laughs) who who was a character on Ed Sullivan and other places that was really, really funny. But anyway, that was this guy's actual name. And he was billed as a foreign exchange student. We all heard about him as he's a really good basketball player. Well, he gets here and he was a really, really good soccer player, but here in the United States, but not in Mexico. But he was a much better basketball player there, where here he was more average. But anyway, he had a great season. We get all the way to the end of the year. We're playing the last game of our sectionals. And back then, there were no state tournaments. It was just you won your section. That was it. You were the champs. And we're playing a rival team. And we ended up going 0-0 into the game. And back then, we didn't have shootouts. So we went to nine overtimes. Um, It's still today, I think, the longest game in New York State high school soccer history. And we won one to nothing. So big celebration. Everything was great. So the next year... We're starting out my senior year of soccer season, and we go to Ichabod Crane for our first game. And, of course, being a senior in high school, we found other ways to have fun besides soccer and went out and had a few too many drinks the night before the two hours down to Ichabod Crane. So I'm fairly hungover and sick and get to the game, though, and perked up a little bit, and I scored two goals. Well, the other guys on the team just think this is hilarious that we drank Pepe Lopez tequila the night before. And so they started yelling, Pepe, 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 every time I would get the ball out in the field. And the coach is like, what the heck are you guys talking about? And so one of the guys comes up with this story that, well, hey, we are calling it Pepe because we want to scare our rival teams to think we have another foreign exchange student who's named Pepe Lopez. <laughs> All because of the tequila we drank the night right. before. <laughs> so the coach thinks this is really funny, and he actually puts in the paper that game that Pepe Lopez, a new foreign exchange student, scores the two goals. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then every game I would run out in the field and yell, on delay, on delay, and I would end up with four guys guarding me the whole game. I didn't score another goal the whole season. <laughs> So my only two goals were not my name in the paper, right? But then everybody in the high school started calling me Pepe now. So my roommate in college was from my high school. So oh, he's calling me Pepe, introducing so me to Pepe. Everybody. So my name to everybody I knew from college or high school or shortly after college, they all know me as Pepe. Wow. Now, did they hear the real story? They must have in college. They must, because you didn't play soccer in college, right? No. Yeah. No, so, no. But did they hear the actual story? Or did you just say, because Um, I scored two goals? Most of the time, nobody cared about the story. They just knew me as Pepe, right? So so you get introduced to somebody, right? So Yeah. That's That's so good. I love that. And it was at Ichabod Crane that this actually occurred. Yeah, at Ichabod Crane. Because that was the only sport we had that meant anything. Because Yeah, they were always very good in soccer. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Now, I'm also trying to think if we had a football back then. Something happened. I don't know the exact story. We had football way back when. I don't remember if it was in the 70s, 60s, whatever it was. And somebody died and the parents lost their mind. Everyone freaked out. They got rid of football immediately. They thought it was too violent, blah, blah, blah. So all through my 
growing up and through even grade school, elementary, high school, everything, we never had a football team. So it was all about soccer in the fall. That's what it was. That was our homecoming. All those big events happened around the soccer field. And I was always bummed because I always wanted to play football. Right. And that's the whole story about how I became a Saints fan because I wanted to transfer. And my dad said, you can have to be a kicker. So I was like, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But here's the thing. I think it was, I want to say five or six years ago, they put, we got football back. Yeah. So we have it now. So that's, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. And matter of fact, my parents had a dear friend, the local doctor. He even volunteered to be the home physician if they would bring football back to the high school. And they still said no. Yeah. So he would say, I will volunteer my time to be the on-field, on-call physician Mm -hmm. just in case something happens, blah, blah, blah. And they still said no. Yeah, that's understandable, though. That fear. Yeah, Yeah, sure. 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 My high school, they started a football program in 72. So Mm. football was just starting there when I was at school. But you have the homecoming and all that stuff with football. But the soccer team is where it has all the trophies in the the case. case, Uh, Soccer team won sectionals a lot of years in a row there for Mm. a while. Yeah, we always had a pretty good soccer team. We were the only school our size that had both football and soccer. Wow. Yeah. And ironically, I did the same thing with college. I went to a, a college that had no football team, but a Division One soccer team, ironically. Right. So. They actually had the very same exemption that Clarkson had for hockey, because you have to have an exemption if you're going to play Division One in one sport and then Division Three yeah. and all the rest. Right. And they're really cutting down on those in the last 10 years or yeah. so. Yeah, we but, lost uh, ours. Yeah, we're now Division Three yeah. everything, even soccer. Yeah, is... I think Clarkson and a few other schools like that have kept the hockey one. But most of the other ones they've done away with NCAA. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Pepe, we're running out of time. <laughs> we know you're looking forward to the fun, dumb questions because you've now coined a new phrase. Fun, dumb. Here we come. Here we come. So, but I think the most logical question because of when this is airing and all that stuff is, do you have any New Year's resolutions? So I have another little story about New Year's resolutions. Oh, okay. So, Perfect. Uh, uh, way, way back. It's had to be before I got married. So I would say early 80s. Mm-hmm. I was at a New Year's Eve party. All my friends are making resolutions about they're going to drink less, they're going to get in shape, they're going to lose weight, they're going to do all these things, and none of them are going to be serious about keeping it. Yeah, Of course not. So I, as a protest to New Year's resolutions, I made a silly resolution, but kept it all year Ooh. and was very serious about keeping it. So I vowed not to wear the same colored socks for a whole year. <laughs> And so I did that, and I found during the year there's a lot of advantages, right? You lose that sock in the laundry, who knows? You don't even know, right? Yeah. Um, Wait, you mean together? Like you weren't going to worry about having a pair on? You'd wear one red and one blue. Yeah, I I purposely make sure they do not match. Color wise. And so, you know, some of the other advantages was that back then I was single, and if you were out somewhere and kind of told the story, people remembered you. Right. Right. So the next time you came out, that girl remembered, hey, you're the sock guy. You're the sock guy. You're Pepe the sock guy. Right. Pepe the sock guy. So that always helped with kind of people to remember you. So, you know, and today is almost 40 years later, and I'm still doing it. And I just find it very interesting to do. So, wait, you do it to this day? I do. So this is like a 40-year-long New Year's resolution. Or protest to New Year's resolution. I love this idea. That's amazing. I love this so much. Yeah, and it's just fun. I mean, I've interviewed and gotten three different jobs with different colored socks on. Mm -hmm. I got married with different colored socks on. Love it. I've had friends of mine back when we were all single and just out of college. I had friends of mine's mother send me miscolored socks because they had a whole bunch of socks they didn't know what oh to do God, with. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I got free socks. I mean, it's just been a fun thing that I like to be a little quirky, but I don't like it to be 
way in your face, right? So this way, uh, my last job, I worked 16 years at the company I just retired from, and it was three years working there before anyone noticed. So people, you don't notice socks. Yeah, you don't really notice socks, you're, sure. you're, You happen to be sitting with a leg up or something. or And I was a little more subdued with wearing, you're wearing shorts, right? You may not be quite as, yeah, as obvious right. with that. But yeah, so it's just been a fun thing for me to be a little different. And I still believe from a New Year's resolution, you don't need to do it at New Year's, right? If you, It's like Tony said, right? If you want to walk more, walk more. Right. Uh, it's that same idea is we don't need to do it at New Year's. We should be doing it all the time. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's important, You'll do then it. do it. Right. Yeah, right. Wow. So what made you pick socks? Yeah, I was going like, to say, there, we're, we're is very... Is there a story behind that? Or... That, well, that's a great question. Well, I have no idea. Well, I was going to say, we're thankful that you didn't say, you know what, I'm not going to wear underwear for a year. Right, you know? right. <laughs> well, well, I guess I can add to this story a little bit, is, is that the reaction of people is always interesting with that. So my mom, you know, we get to kind of December of that year that I was not wearing different color socks, and she calls me and she says, I have the solution to your sock problem. I said, Mom, it's not a problem. And she said, no, no, no. She says, throw out all your socks. I'm going to buy you 20 pair of blue. And you can miss and match them all you want. It won't matter. <laughs> I said, that's okay, great. But my dad had a whole different perspective, right? He said, so what are you going to do to top that New Year's resolution for next year? I said, I haven't got anything to top that. He says, well, you said the women are always checking to see if you're wearing the different color socks, right? I said, yes. He said, well, tell them you're not wearing any underwear. See if they'll check for that. Oh. So... The dads and the moms think about it completely different, yep, right? Yep. Right. Yep. That's oh, that's great. hilarious. That's excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think we can get more fun and dumb than that, Roxy. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Well, we can try. That was amazing. Well, why don't we start here? What was your favorite toy growing up? I think probably for me, it would have been a basketball. I was just obsessed with playing basketball, and I lived in upstate New York, so we had snow all the time, but mm-hmm. I would get home from school, shovel that court off to have enough light to only play for five minutes, right? Wow, so, uh, that's true. So yeah, it was definitely uh, the basketball very seldom was not with me. Wow. All right, why don't we go here? Are you a music fan? Um, yeah, I mean, I like all kinds of music, eclectic music. Uh, my middle child and wife have got me more into musicals. Uh, I have mm. a son who went to NYU for theater, and so visiting him, okay. we went to go see lots of shows. Very the lead so, moment. I mean, what, how did that not come up? Yeah, yeah, I know. He, I he's not quite the starving artist. He went the opposite of you. He went more into education side of things. Gotcha. Um, he actually works for a company that does summer camps based on kind of the Percy Jackson books, the Greek mythology. Oh, um, and so he's creative director for these camps for creating all of these storylines that they'll explore at the camps for the kids. And, and he really likes to work with the kids. And, oh, wow. and so he's been able to do that since he graduated. And we wish he'd go back and try to get in some shows because it was fun watching him on sure. stage. Sure. But, uh, sure. What's the name but, of the camp? Uh, can you say? The name of the company is Plato Learning, and they do a uh, summer camp in Brooklyn. has been their biggest camp. They do eight weeks there. Mm. They do camps in Manhattan, Connecticut, New Jersey, huh. Philadelphia, Richmond. Wow. But when he started uh, eight years ago, they were only doing a camp in Brooklyn. So wow. they're, they're really have, really have grown. And they do some after-school programming things, too. But mm-hmm. if you have a kid who likes mythology and books and stories, uh, it's a great summer camp. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we're all about the free plug here on the Loyal Little Podcast. Yeah. So we're glad we got that in there. I wonder if Betsy Jaffe's ever heard of anything. Because she was a big Maybe. musicals camp mm-hmm. growing up mm-hmm. and stuff like that on Long Island. That so. is so great. That's so great. Yeah, this is much more about bringing the book alive than it is a musical. Yeah, right. sure. 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 Yep. Yeah. Well, the whole point of asking me with that was I wanted to know, if you were to host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Yeah, so for me, I have a favorite band. They're, they're down here from Northern Virginia called Eddie from Ohio. 
so they're kind of folk rocky kind of thing and, and they have great great harmonies mm-hmm. and they've been around for like about 30 years now and we just love all their songs in fact uh, steve lipton went to college with a couple of guys who were in the band of course he um, knows them pretty well <laughs> but they're just tons and tons of fun and so i would love to uh introduce them that would be great oh that's great what do you got roxy what is the one food you could never bring yourself to eat Ooh, I was very picky eater as a kid, <laughs> but right now it probably would be like escargot. Oh yeah, not really a big fan of that. Yeah, does that really even count? Is that food? that's just off the table? Uh, it's I, apparently the... a delicacy. Ugh. So yes, I'm that's what you. they say. You know, yeah. it's probably they right can up keep there. It. <laughs> yeah, caviar for me too. I don't yeah. really care yeah. about yeah. that. So yeah, any of those high end things that are supposedly delicacies usually don't taste good. So I don't want those. Yep. Pepe, we could definitely hang out here. All right. Uh, <laughs> What else we got? We haven't done the cartoon character. Who would you want to be for a week? So I've been, I actually heard you guys ask that a lot of times. So the first thing that comes to mind for me is Roger Rabbit. Ooh. Because look who you'd be married to for that week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Assuming there weren't any chance of getting dipped during that week, right? Right. Um, but, you know, also my favorite characters growing up would be Speedy Gonzalez or mm-hmm. Mighty Mouse because I was always tiny in school and so i gravitated to the small fast characters oh that's great Uh, okay where do you keep your butter dish i keep my butter dish in the fridge i grew up on a dairy farm and i know what rancid butter tastes like it's terrible so no in your fridge people if it were to sit out for a whole week it'd be fine of course we i grew up in non-air-conditioned house so right yeah me too so you know in the summer you couldn't leave it out it would just be a puddle in the plate that's a good point that's what i always thought millennials You know, they they have it all. I'm a millennial, but... (laughs) I mean, there's the whole George Carlin joke that he did about we were cave people, right? And we had no place to keep our meat, so we reinvented a refrigerator. And then we're now we're more sophisticated, and we don't like our butter that hard. So we created a warm box inside of our cold box to go inside of our warm box of our house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's brilliant. You know, the important things. Well, Steve, or should I say Pepe, whatever you prefer. Thank you so much for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. This has been great. Unfortunately, we're out of time already. I I knew this was going to happen because we still never got a crunchy or smooth peanut butter. But maybe we'll save that for five mediocre minutes somewhere down the line. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we get in touch with you? Yeah, so nothing really to plug. I don't have anything going on with that type of things. I'm just on Facebook as Steve Tashir. You can find me fairly easily there. I'm not really on Twitter. I think I'm on Instagram also. And I did that mostly to follow friends and friends' kids right. and, yeah. and that always that makes kind me thing. that always makes me feel better though, Steve. I got to be honest. When other people are like me, I'm like, I think I'm on Instagram. I'm not sure. Right. You know, all the, yeah. I'm, I have yeah. no idea. So absolutely. So the only other thing I guess I would plug would be, especially during the pandemic, it's really been more pronounced. But a woman who I'm related by marriage, she is the CEO of the YWCA here in Richmond, and they used to do wonderful work with women subject to domestic violence and sexual abuse and all this kind of stuff. So if there's a Y in your town doing that kind of work, please donate to them because it's uh, oh, okay. it's really important work. Yeah. And sure. they, uh, during the pandemic, it's really been worse um, right. um, than, yes. than it has been at other times. So that would be the only thing I would say is try to do that. Really, the connected tissue of the show, you know, Jolene Wojcik was named a woman of the year mm-hmm. out in the YWCA out in Nebraska. So, you know, the Y here does the same kind of things. And, and all the women are just so deserving. It's, mm-hmm. it's really fantastic. Well, time very well spent, Steve. Yeah. Thank you for that. Well, Steve, thanks again. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
over or under? Well, I've been trained for after 32 years of marriage by the woman who I'm related to by marriage that it has to be over. Oh. Okay. So before that, you're saying you were under or you didn't care? No, before that, I was happy if there were some there. Right. Okay. Okay. And after 30 some years, I now agree that's the way to go. Okay. All right. Well, Steve, thanks again for coming on. We really appreciate the time. Well, thank you, Chuck Roxy. It's been lots of fun. Oh, good. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Carol Conley. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Semper Fi, all you loyal littles. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you, Steve. Another great one. Yep. He did a great job. He really did. You know, because a lot of a lot of these littles, they're not used to talking in public or they're not used to talking about themselves, talking about themselves, doing interviews. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so, you know, it's a learning experience for them as well. It's fine. You can come on here and brag all you want. And, right. Exactly. And I'm telling you, I'm going to say nine out of ten. They always say that we, they had a good experience. Yeah. I don't think there's been many, if any. I don't know. Write us in. I don't know. I don't know if anyone has had a bad experience. Were you faking it? Tell us. Okay. Let's get to... We're delightful. (laughs) We're delightful. Uh, Chuck, you should come on one of these sometimes. Now, (laughs) all right. Well, let's get into some of this Christmas TV talk. We've got some stuff going on. Snooze. What? Why? TV and Christmas stuff, is that's out. What do you mean out? (laughs) What, are you because Christmas is over? Chuck, we got till the new year. Yeah. That's our mind. No, no. You can watch a New Year's movie, but you shouldn't watch Christmas movies. Chuck, where's the Christmas spirit? Okay, what would you consider a New Year's movie? Die Hard? Oh, I don't know. There has to be. <laughs> See, I would consider When Harry Met Sally a New Year's movie. Wait, are we going to get into this now? Like, well, what's a New not? Year's movie? Is well, this... I mean, it's a Well, there has place to be a bunch. Along think, right? Charlie Brown New Year's. That's it. That's the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, but When Harry Met Sally, it all culminates on New Year's Eve. Yeah, oh, but yeah. But, but, but it takes place through many seasons. Well, right. Okay. All right. Well, if we're going that route where, okay, the culmination, I guess, I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, let's not go there. <laughs> Chuck, you recommended this. We were talking about Santa Clauses, and you had said Kurt Russell from Christmas Chronicles. Mm-hmm. You thought he was yeah. pretty good. Okay. Now, we had never, I'd ne- we had never seen it. Nope. We were thinking about it last year. We didn't get to it. Mm-hmm. But we went up to to the in-laws and Roxy's dad, huge supporter of this. Now, he came right out and said, number two, not so good. Right. But he did say the first one was really good. Yep. It's got a nice little surprise at the end as far Mm -hmm. as a cameo, a nice cameo. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want to spoil it for anyone. But like you said, Chuck, everyone's done with Christmas movies, I guess. (laughs) But Roxy loved it. Roxy loved it. Oh, yeah. Four and a half. Yeah, I think I gave it four and a half trees. Yeah. I went with like, yeah, I I went like four. But there was some weirdness in it, like the little gremlin characters. The elves? <laughs> well, the elves, yeah. They looked like Dobie from Harry Potter, and it was just weird. That, that stuff was weird. And then the whole jailhouse sequence, that was weird. I kind of liked that. There, there were some weird moments in I, it. Well, I thought he was a very good-looking Santa. Oh, yeah. No, he, he I mean, he fine. is a very good-looking person just in general, but then to put him in the Santa character and obviously he wasn't super plump and jolly like what right. we normally envision Santa Well, and they Claus. bring that up. Yeah. And they bring that up, but yeah. I think they did that in such a nice way how they explained that. No, I thought it was adorable. Okay. I do. I agree with the elves. I think they were a little scary. Oh, I don't, I don't know if they'd say scary. <laughs> well, they're, scary. But they were all varied. So there were some scary ones. I guess most of them yeah. were jolly and nice and Yeah, cute. I mean, it was an interesting take. Yeah. What's the highest, how many, what movies got the highest amount of trees? Well, for me, I think the Santa Claus has five. Oh, well, that's what I was going to ask you, Roxy. Mm-hmm. Now, 
it, do you Kurt over the Santa Claus? Tim Allen? Oh no, no, he's he's Santa. That's why you. this movie gets four and a half trees, and the Santa Claus gets five trees. Okay. All so, right. but I'm just saying like, it's that close. Well, I guess Chuck, what I'm saying is I would put this in that other category. I have two categories now. I figured this out where it's the Chuck. Actually, we were talking on the other podcast and you said this to me and I agree with you. Like you said, there's movies that you watch every year mm-hmm. and then there's ones that you skip a few years and then you come back to it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like for, and this is a personal opinion, but for me, Christmas vacation every year. No uh-huh. doubt. Every Miracle year. on 34th yep. Street every year. You know, there's, there's certain ones. And then a, a lot of the. Uh, Rake and Bass, the claimant, yeah. you know, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty and all these other ones. Mm-hmm. Charlie Brown mm-hmm. Christmas for sure, mm-hmm. every year. But then like Deck the Halls. Well, now we have Merry Friggin' Christmas. Chuck, you haven't seen that, right? Robin Williams? Oh, I did see that. Is that, who's the, is it the guy from um, Community or? Yes. Yeah. He plays his uh, brother. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, not Robin that Williams. That was good. Yeah. No, it's just different. But again, it's not something you're going to put on every year, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. 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 It's one of yeah. those. Die Hard. Chuck. Oh my gosh! If I think if my dad hears Die Hard one more time, oh, he's so mad. He's and I even played him cut. Sully's video, and he wasn't having it. Hey, here's a, this one's a little bit of a stretch, but I just noticed this on Christmas Eve service actually. Okay. That Silent Night is written by Franz Gruber, and the bad guy in Die Hard is Hans Gruber. Wait, what? I think there's a correlation no. there. Wait, you're yes. saying Silent Night? Hans oh. and Franz. Hans and Franz. Hans and Franz. <laughs> Hans and Franz. <laughs> We're here to pump you up. Okay. Um, <laughs> seriously? I did not know that. Yes. Chuck. Yes. I just realized. I was, oh, I was looking Lord. at the hymnal, and I was like, I'm Franz Gruber. I know that name. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there, and then I was like, oh, my God, it's Die Hard. And then I was all of a sudden, like, the angel came down and was like, yes, it is a Christmas movie. Wow. No. So, no. Most people I know still are not, not, buying still buying not buying it. it. Still, people still are, not buying still it. Still not buying right. it. So, no, I'm not either. So, so let's see. Where are we going to go to next? Now, we didn't get, <laughs> now we're, we feel bad because we mentioned one, and we're very excited because it's coming back. But these TV shows, we wanted to get these out so that you'd have time over the Christmas break. Before they start coming to binge and catch up before they start coming back for their spring season, I guess. Because now they're doing that thing where it's like the fall finale and all that bullshit. I hate that. It's like, whatever. January is winter, people, not spring. Well, it is what it is. But so my point is, so we have a couple that we have on this list. But the big one we're going to talk about is Cobra Kai. Because that's this week. So yeah. we're very excited. I believe it's New Year's Eve. So if we don't do anything, Roxy, on New Year's Eve, we're just binging Cobra Kai That's season fine. four. So if they're on season four. <laughs> now, season... Th- You'll still be watching Christmas movies. Come on. You know. <laughs> Chuck, we're moving on. It's a new year. Um, now, I've publicly said this, I believe, on the podcast where I loved seasons one and two. Mm-hmm. Season three kind of went a, a little, little stale. So I think this is the last yeah. season, so it's probably wise that they're ending it here. Mm-hmm. But they did have some really good cameos in season three. They did. But the some overall epic story fight I didn't scenes, love. But yeah, it was, all, it was a little too much. Yeah. The, the epic it fight scenes It wasn't believable. Were, yeah. Yeah, they they were. It reminded me of enjoyable, Rocky, but not believable. It reminded me of Rocky Five. Remember when they had that just like street fight? That no. was the big boxing match. Was no. that Rocky Five or Six? <laughs> don't, don't look remember. at me. I don't watch those movies. Seven or eight? No, or no, it was one of no. It was one of the, <laughs> too but anyway, violent. it was that kind of thing where there was. It wasn't like a karate tournament. It was like a real life experience yeah. where yeah. there was this big fight. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Chuck, you're almost caught up on that, right? Where are you? I'm at the end of two, I think. Okay. So, so yeah, so really you gotta catch up. To, yeah, I, I started it when it first came out, and then I, for some reason, I dropped it. I don't know what happened. Oh really? Wow, we we, uh, we went or, right or just moved on. Yeah, yeah. so we didn't, I, we couldn't I, put it down. That's how much it. we liked it. But now 
the other thing we wanted to do was mention a couple TV shows. Now, This Is Us is coming back. Yes. Now, that has final season. They didn't have a fall season, oddly. So they're coming back. But like I said, a lot of it has to do with film schedules yep. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, we have our go-tos. The FBI's are all good. But I, I have to give... We have two surprises, I think. They were surprises. Mm-hmm. One, you're not watching. I'm watching. But you like Ghost. I do. I don't love it, but I don't, you know, I, I it's silly I and I like it. it. It's very, very silly, but that's a new comedy yep. that just premiered. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go with now there's two because one Roxy won't let me watch when she's present. Just when I'm trying to go to sleep. And that's Big Sky. Now, that's not a new show. That's this is the second season. But the first season was so completely different. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole new story. Mm-hmm. And some of the characters are there. Some of them aren't. Actually, one that died in the first season is back for season two in a very clever way. So I don't want to give spoilers. But I was surprised. Season two was even better than season one for me. But the big one for me is La Brea. That's, oh, yeah. That's a really interesting yeah, you show. Were surprised by well, that. I was saying if you like Manifest, yeah. which we did like, mm-hmm. you'll like La Brea. I haven't, I've watched a couple, like an episode here and there with you. I haven't yeah. um, gotten fully into it because I just haven't had time. Yeah, but sure. Yeah, you really like that. But yeah, that was the surprise like hit for me, if you want to call it that. Chuck, what, what do you got? Yeah, we just finished uh, the, the new season of Lost in Space. Danger, well, Rob, <laughs> Was it good? Oh, it's fantastic. It's just a third season, I think. But is it like a remake? It feels like the last one, too. Oh, yeah, it's a remake of, you know, the old... I don't remember when it was on. 60s? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, see? It's good. uh, And the new one is obviously a lot more modern, and uh, it's very, very entertaining. If you're into that kind of sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of sci-fi, the new uh, Boba Fett movie... It's oh. going to be coming out. I yeah. just saw a commercial Disney. for it. So, oh, yeah. it's, it's they're not releasing it in the movie theater? I wasn't paying that show. much attention. Oh, no, right. You're right. It's a TV show. I think it's a series. I think it's yeah. a series. Right. Yeah. Which is strange because it's kind of like, I thought that was kind of a Mandalorian thing. Right, right. Yeah. Well, he so, is a I don't Mandalorian. Know. So, yeah, that'd be, that'd be curious for sure. Yeah. Well, and last and but not least, Chuck, I just wanted to let you know that the mail finally came. And we appreciate it. Oh my that. God. After all these years. Months. Months. <laughs> months. You've been saying months. since the podcast started, it's in the mail. No, we received a nice little package from you, Chuck. That was really Chuck, nice. Chuck, did you like your fridge magnet? The fridge magnet was Baby Roxy, Yoda. Baby, Baby Yoda. <laughs> and then he got me a plastic cup. I'm sure it was in storage in your basement for years. And you just found it. And you're like, oh, I'll send this to Chuck. Uh, from Arnie, I have to have something to put the, the baby Yoda magnet in. Yeah, it was it was a cup, <laughs> a plastic cup from Arnie's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a bar that gently Chuck and I used, gently, gently, gently used. used. Yes, I, I think <laughs> hopefully you washed it out. I don't know, but um, yeah. yeah, liquor cures everything. Yeah, liquor. <laughs> is that what we used when we drank the moonshine out of the trunk of the car of the stranger that That's we met right. at the bar? Gosh. Yeah, something like that. Cleaning anyway. us from the inside. All right. Well, Littles, we're looking, hopefully, for a happy new year. That's all I can say. I'm going to walk in gently and easy, and I'm not going to touch anything. (laughs) Exactly. Don't touch anything. (laughs) We're excited, Littles, because we have some new stuff coming up. Mm -hmm. We've got some great interviews coming up, ones that we've been waiting for a very long time for. So we're very excited about what's coming up on the Loyal Littles podcast. Yes. Chuck, what big new year plans? New Year's Eve? I uh, got a gig. What? Yeah. Ringing in the new year. Plug your gig. What are you doing? I'm going to Kansas City. Kansas City. Here I come. And playing a New Year's Day Viennese Waltz concert. 
Oh, fancy. A concert of Viennese waltzes, yeah. Sounds fancy, Chuck. I've always wanted to learn I don't know. I've never Viennese done it before. So. Black tie, Chuck? Yo, of course. Oh. You do it right, do it right here in the great state of Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take some pictures, Chuck. Roxy and I still don't know what the hell we're doing. If nah. We're doing anything. But if not, we'll be probably binging Cobra Kai. Yep. Come on so, out to Kansas City. Yeah, we'll just pop a flight, <laughs> Chuck. I got shows the next day, hopefully. So, yeah, I'm back this week, Chuck. It's been fun. Nice. Yeah. We keep getting tested. And yep. just, it's so funny. Fingers when we get to crossed. the theater, we're like, fingers crossed. Right. Right. We're like, hopefully we'll get to do a show tonight. Right. You know, yeah. Because we have enough people. We had like five or six of our company. Yeah. And it's a small show. So yeah. it's, that's a little scary. Well, but. for us, we would leave every day and say, maybe we'll see you tomorrow. Right. Exactly. And then one day came and we did not see each other yeah. tomorrow. It's scary. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we hope you all have a wonderful and happy new year. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget to run over to Apple and iTunes and give us a nice rate and review over there. And once again, thank you, Steve, to Sheer. I think hopefully I said that right for coming on the loyal littles podcast and meeting the littles. And thank you, Sean Morrissey, Claire Natola and Carol Conley for our bumpers this episode. All right, littles stay safe out there. Have a wonderful new year's and we'll see you on the other side. And remember now all your shopping should be done, but just in case if you're out shopping online tonight, don't forget to use the new year code <laughs> in your fridge. People. I'm holding my own down in old San Antonio And it seems that I'm getting along just fine If it happens you're a fan of that Texas swing band Feel safe that I can say you're a friend of mine I've two-step and a waltz and that old Texas swing is everything I'm ever gonna need With a fiddle and a dobro and a pedal steel guitar A stand-up bass and a six-string for the lead Now we were pick and sing in that old country bar just something we're destined to do First you hear that fiddle and the dobro right behind Then the lead and the bass will join in too The songs that you will hear are coming from the heart We ain't picking cause we're needing the dough Ain't no hurry to get done Cause we're all just having fun We ain't stopping till we hear them roosters crow There's damn little fighting and not a lot of sinning Most everybody's here for the picking and a grinning And a bet damn few that's gonna go home alone We're sharing that whiskey from an old tin cup Still picking and a grinning when the sun comes up And we'll all be holding our own in San Antonio When we see the next sunrise, it's a sight of tired eyes. 
quit picking and singing all night long. When that rooster starts growing, folks all say they go begging us to play just one more song. They all try to tell us no, and we say it's time to go. That our music is the best they've ever known. Deep within my heart lies a melody, but I'm holding my own in sand tone. And I think I found a home in sand podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. That's dope. Oh, yeah.